Everybody out there in Clicksland, and welcome to another episode here on Clicksand. I, like always, am your host, Adam, and this is going to be episode 132, and it's just going to be me and Miles today in the podcast. Austin apparently had a meeting to go to that I didn't know about, even though I invited him, but apparently I didn't. And then Miles and Dan, they really weren't part of this last weekend, so I didn't think they'd have too much to contribute, so I wanted to get more people that were actually at the event or did some of the online battle royals. So before we get into all the good stuff that happened this weekend, let's get into a quick, how was our week? Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. There are seven days, there are seven days, there are seven days in a week. All right, Miles, without talking much about the hero click for Huntington's disease, how was your week? was uh, pretty good. I, yeah, the Rock Regional was a few weeks ago, and that actually went pretty well. My first live event, so went ended up going two and two ninth, barely missed top cut. But yeah, it's been really uneventful the last few weeks. Besides that, and then obviously this weekend. So we're gonna have a lot spend time with a m- much more to talk about in a few minutes because a lot happened oh, this weekend. Sure. Oh, yes. Um, as for me, I'll make it quick uh, i had a double wedding this weekend that's why i couldn't either make it down to alabama for the event or do much of the battle royals online i had a we- i had a wedding on friday i had to film a wedding on saturday i had to film and then i had mother's day with my family on sunday so it was a pretty difficult time for me to do anything for hero clicks but that is it that is our week and now let's get into the news All right, we had a ton of stuff happen, but before we get into that, if you want to become a member of our Patreon, head on over to the patreon.com backslash clicksing it. I did mail out all the Patreon prizes, so for those of you who won, you should be getting those any day soon. Um, All right, so before we get into the Hero Clicks for Huntington's, we did have a big announcement happen for Clicks, and let me pull that up right now. But apparently... WizKids is going to Gen Con, which was surprising. So they did list a bunch of things that are going to be happening on the... um, I forget where this was, but somebody found this. I forgot who. But uh, there's going to be a national qualifier there. There's going to be Battle Royals. There's going to be Learn to Play. It all starts on Thursday at 1 o'clock. So now this is... Is this the Gen Con at San Diego or in Indianapolis? I believe it's Indy. Can you confirm or deny that, Miles? I believe, yeah, I believe it is the Indianapolis one. I don't think that they've really stated which ones yet. Okay, which is good for me because me and a few guys are going down on Thursday to pick up some of the con exclusive, so that way maybe I could get in some Battle Royals. But uh, there's going to be some X of Swords, storyline organized play events, a bunch of Battle Royals, the qualifiers... Uh, and the national championship. So that will be a good time for everyone going down to Indy. 
If you want to check out more of the details, just check that out on our Facebook page, and you can check out all the different events that they are going to be having there. All right, so this weekend we had Scott Porter's Hero Clicks for Huntington's. It was a huge, huge success. Uh, I watched as much as I could if it was when I got home from weddings or if I just kind of listened to it on my way home from my drive. And, you know, I'd, if Clicked Off had a bunch of videos that they were streaming, I just kind of put that on the radio and listened to what was going on. Really couldn't see what was happening, but it was what I could manage at the time. Uh, we had the aux, the Oxit well, auction that ended at 9.30 on Friday night. And I just want to go over some of the things that was sold and how much they went for it. So you guys, if you guys didn't see any of this, how much we actually made on this. I shouldn't say we, how much the uh, community made for this. So we had uh, the Fantastic Thors go for $375, which is amazing. I'm not going to say who won the stuff, um, but just kind of some of the stuff. Uh, Harley Quinn went for 120. What's that? Was that for all four? Yeah, the, that was for the Fantastic Thors, the whole box. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Harley Quinn went for 121. Spider Hulk went for 125. A lot of these Scott Porter Battle Royals, whether they were live or online, went anywhere between 100 and 200 dollars. They had a bunch of Spirit of the Game bystanders that went anywhere between eighty and a hundred dollars. They had a bunch of maps that they were selling. One of them was the the Dracon Mount Mountain and the warehouse and the archway. Those went from anywhere between thirty and seventy dollars. I myself got the wedding map just because I am a wedding videographer and I really wanted it. And funny enough, Ryan Redman, one of my locals, got the other one. They had the Mighty Thor Colossal set, all of them, for $305, which is actually a pretty good steal. Uh, they even did a, a, a Scott's head art, where Scott Porter would write a specific thing on Scott Crampton's head. That went for $269.69. I'm pretty sure we can all guess who bid that number. Um... They had another one, which was all of Scott Porter's winnings. So he was in a, I think, most of the events this weekend. So whatever he won, this person got it. He got that for $1,005. We also had a, let's see here. We had a U.S. Agent Prime from Disney Plus go for 76 We had a Peggy Carter Prime go for 220 We have a 12 tarot card pack go for 300 this one I thought was funny. PJ Bowling was offering up a year of Hero Clicks coaching. So for a whole year, you'll be coached by PJ Bowling. And that went for $469. We had a five deck tarot card set go for $150. We had another Fantastic Thor's convention exclusive go for $378. He also threw in some Scott Bystander Pogs, and they went between $50 and $70. <laughs> Uh, the one of the big ones was Scott was doing a auction for whatever he got from WizKids for X of Swords, he would give to this person. So that's normally you know a battlegrounds, a fast forces, a token set, the brick he gets. But that's probably also going to be some of the summer OP kit, and that went for one thousand two hundred and twenty dollars, and that also went to our local player Ryan Redman. So he's super excited about that. <laughs> 
We had a couple hero clicks for Huntington's t-shirts go for 50 bucks. The switch click that everyone bid on went for $2,246. A brick of Disney Plus went for $321. Uh, we had a couple more Harley Quinns and Spider Hulks go for around 180 We had a, the uh, Fantastic Four Future Foundation Chase and Prime set go for 351 we had the same Empire Chase and Prime set go for $598. We had two Lady Phoenixes go for about 90 And then we had some of the like, the Plastic Men, the Gorilla Grodd, the Brainiac. They went for about $50 each. They also sold some or auctioned off some Batman and Jaro exclusives. Those went for about 100 bucks each. And that was pretty much it. The auction alone, they also had like a lightning round auction afterwards, which was a bunch of random stuff. I don't remember what it all was because I can't find it anywhere on here. But in total, with all that stuff and the lightning round, the auction alone brought in $19,000. It was like 19000 and some change, which is amazing. It's simply amazing that our community was able to raise that much stuff just on auctions alone. And then, Miles, you were saying for Battle Royals, we you, we had 84 Battle Royal games, correct? Yeah. Yeah, 84 from so, Thursday to Sunday. So that's... We 80, figure $40 a game. So yeah, 84 times four people is 336 people times... Yeah. Uh, was it, it was ten dollars an entry, so the battle royals mm-hmm. alone brought in three thousand three hundred and sixty. So already now we're at twenty two thousand dollars. Then on top of that, you have to take into consideration all the buy-ins for the events this weekend. So Thursday we had a fifteen dollar buy-in. I'm not sure how many people were in that one. Friday it was a thirty dollars per player. It was a 300 points sealed. Sunday it was a 3v3, or yeah, sorry. Saturday was a 3v3 event, which was $90 per team, so $30 per player. And then Sunday, excuse me, was another $30 per player, which was the uh, Scott Porter Invitational. So I don't know the numbers on those, but I'm guessing we probably, I keep saying we, the community probably got close to $30,000 this weekend for the Scott Porter event, which is absolutely amazing. So Yeah, it's got to be easy. So for everyone that contributed, played online or in person, uh, just thank you. That's amazing. Um, I didn't think we would ever beat last year's, which I don't remember the numbers from last year, but raising $30,000 in a 40 weekend for this event just shows that uh, this is an awesome community and I'm just really proud of how this community came together and was able to make that much money. And I know Scott Porter appreciates it um, way more than I do. (laughs) Um, Miles was in charge of all, or I shouldn't say all, but most of the Battle Royals. He decided not to take part in it. Yeah, I was helping Brad Broyles run with it. We had John John Morley helped out a lot as well. And didn't um, Anthony from... Coffee and Clicks help out, too? I think he did Thursday, yeah. I wasn't there Thursday, so I wasn't sure. But, yeah, I'm pretty sure that he helped Thursday as well. Okay. Uh, how I many, did Friday second. How many games would you say you judged or, let's say, started up? 
How many did I start up and end? Let's see. That's. I want to say a good 20. If not, yeah, it's got to be more than 20. Uh, there's 84 of them. And every time I looked on Discord, you were in there somewhere. Yeah. So, uh, oh, yeah, I was there the majority of the time. Thursday only had six games. So, yeah, I'd probably say, yeah, 30, 30 is probably a good number. 30, 35. I'm, and I'm not even taking in consideration of the Battle Royals they had at the event, too. So, yeah, I, th- I think we are way over 30,000 for this event. Uh, but let's get back to the Battle Royals because that's what I knew the most about just because I took places the most. So it was a $10 buy-in for online. I believe it was $20 buy-in for in-person. We were able to use Disney Plus because... I forgot who it was again. I'm sorry. I don't know you out there, but someone did the coding for the Disney Plus boosters, so we were able to actually use Disney Plus online, which was great. Uh, it was super And from fun. what I heard, it took 30 minutes per one, so that is a lot of time spent, for sure. 30 minutes per character? Yes, that's from from what I heard. They said that, yeah, because Brad, Brad Broyles was saying, yeah, it takes about 30 minutes per character. Wow. And that's a lot. Yeah, that's and, a lot of time to be putting in. And a big thank you to Brad too. He was running those events oh, from yeah. like ten o'clock in the morning to two o'clock, or sorry, yeah, ten o'clock in the morning to two a.m. in the morning. Yeah. So he definitely put the hours in as well. Uh, but I played in two battle royals on Thursday, and I played one on Saturday because I got home early enough for my wedding on Saturday, and I had bought one entry for Saturday. Uh, I had to do something while all my videos and sound were uploading to my computer, so I logged on. Um, I went three and zero on the weekend for Battle Royals, so I am—I I don't like to boast my own boat, but I am still the king of Battle Royals. Uh, we'll, we'll say one zero oh, and two. Let's go with one zero no, oh, and two. No, 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 no. <laughs> like, like, okay. So a little context behind that. Yeah. So the very first game that I played, I pulled. So my team was, let me, if you want to watch the first two games, you can check it out on the Facebook page because I did stream them. But my first game, my team was Dr. Strange Supreme, which is an auto take no matter what you pull. I had Gamora, Daughter of Thanos. I had Post-Apocalyptic Black Widow. I had the Halloween Scarlet Witch. And I had the Watcher, the Super Rare. I ended up killing, I think, six figures total around 180 points worth and nobody else killed anything else so i obviously won that victory i was happy i got my spirit of the game second game i pulled now i'm blanking on it all i I just went over all this in my head earlier today of what i was gonna say but uh i had a decent team still i'm trying to memorize it in my head right now uh what did i have oh my gosh it's gonna drive me crazy Anyways, um, I ended up tying with, uh, I believe his name was Joe. I don't remember his last name. Oh, I remember my team. I had Super Rare uh, Captain Carter with the shield. I had the Common Scarlet Witch. I had Zombie Cap. I had Killmonger, and I had Darcy Lewis. And Joe, who I kind of battled against during the game, he pulled Doctor Strange Supreme. And we got put on a map where no matter where I could go, he was going to hit me with Strange Supreme and one-shot me because he also pulled a Captain America who had enhancement. So he was doing six damage every turn with that Strange Supreme. Uh, so I uh, 
I tried to bunker myself with a high defense. I did it so that he needed an 8 to hit Killmonger. He rolled 8, killed him. So he got 60 points right off the bat. And then I killed a bunch of stuff. And then on my last turn, I killed a Monica Rambo for 25 points. Put me up in points. He had one more turn. He killed Austin, who I played with. Uh, who did he kill? He killed a Baron Zemo, the uncommon, which put him in a tie with me, so we both had 90 points. So we went to a roll-off. He rolled a 7. I rolled a 7. And then I ended up rolling a crit hit, and he rolls an 11. I felt so bad, but it was a great... It was just... To, to both... to For us to tie in the game, and then to tie on the first one, and then for me to roll a crit... And then for him to roll 11 was just something you like see in a movie or something like that. It was phenomenal. So I went 2-0. and And then the last game on Saturday, again, I had a really good team. I am drawing a blank what I had. I had the, um, the rare John Carter with the shield. I had a uncommon... Baron Zemo, I had a Captain America with the, the Falcon version, I had a Mobius M. Mobius, and I had a T'Challa Star-Lord. But the guy that I was facing, I can't remember his name, I'm sorry, because uh, on that game we kind of just won each, uh, each team went against after another team, we didn't really get into a big cluster. But he had four of the Halloween special characters. He had or did he have three? He had two of the Pedro Maxim, no, not Pedro. Who's is it? Billy? No, who's the speedster? Uh, that's Tommy. Tommy. He had two Tommies. He had the Vision. He had a Scarlet Witch, the uncommon or the common, and he had Sharon Carter, the rare. And I think turn two, I killed one of his Tommies, and then Emily, which I can't remember her last name, she killed a Captain America. So we're both at forty-five points. On my last turn, I set it up that I could kill his other Tommy, and all that John Walker, Captain America, needed was a five. So I perplexed up John Walker's attack. I brought down Tommy's. I need a five. I roll a three. It gets to the next person's turn. That's not Emily because she was player two. I was player four that game. It doesn't get to her. Time is called. We're both at 45 points. We roll off. I go first. I get a five, and I'm like, okay. I guess she gets it. She rolls a three. So I ended up getting another spirit of the game. So I ended up going 3-0. and oh. Yes, technically it's 1-0-2, oh, but as Brad says... Oh, no, 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 that's 3-0, oh, yeah. I just had to give you crap for that. <laughs> three moves, yeah. So 3-0, um, oh, still good at Battle Royals. I was actually doing the math in because I, I've been doing really good in Battle Royals lately, and where was the math on our thing? My gosh, my son is stopping like crazy upstairs. Um, out of the last 29 Battle Royals, I've won 21 of them. Because at, Origin, oh, right yeah, at Origins 2019, I went 8 for 15. Last year at Heroclix for Huntington's, I went 4 for 4. At the Clicks Cup, I went 6 of 7. And then this year, I went 3 of 3. Oh my gosh, what is my son doing upstairs? Holy cow. Um, so that was a fun battle royals. It was great playing with Disney Plus. Super long dials with Disney Plus, so it was hard to kill people. But Miles, how did some of your battle royals go? 
I ended up going one and one. Uh, the first one, I don't remember what my team was. The second team which I ended up winning was I pulled the the super rare vision, and then I was able to get the common vision. And I also had uh, what's his name? Um, not Mobius, the Hayward. Oh, the, and then I also had the because I had all three visions. I forgot what the last piece was. I think it was like a Darcy. So I was able to get a full map reach charge with uh, the common vision. So yeah, they were it, it wrecked. I won forty five points to zero, which is that's usually what the majority of the games I saw was. Uh, forty five points was all it took for you to win because roll twenty did not like a lot of people playing for sure. Well, not even that, but Disney Plus has super long dials. Like even all the Tommies, they were like six clicks long with shape change and senses and a stop click. And the majority of the pieces really aren't doing a lot of damage. There is was a lot of people that had less than 170 points with five characters. Yeah, like unless you're pulling and, Doctor Strange, it has a 13 attack for five damage. Yeah, and, with the Captain America yeah, he, with enhancement doing six. You're not having a lot yeah. of people do tons of damage. Yeah, there was. Yeah, that Doctor Strange. It was. I felt so bad to everybody that didn't pull him because it was just. I think almost a guaranteed win. I think one of the first games I saw on Thursday, three of them were pulled. Yep, I saw that game. Yeah, I felt so bad. It was uh, against uh, John Hafford. Was a, one of the from the game I saw was the only one I didn't pull it in his game, yeah. and he had. I think 165 points for his characters. Yeah. And I'm just like, I'm sorry. I feel so bad for him. Uh, one of the games Austin <laughs> played in, so this was a crazy one. So he pulled the Chase Scarlet Witch. Somebody else pulled the, I'm sorry, he pulled the Chase Agatha Harkness. Someone had pulled the Chase Scarlet Witch, and then somebody else pulled the Doctor Strange Supreme. He ended up losing to the Strange Supreme because he's just that good. But that had to been. And the thing about it is nobody wants to attack Strange because you can't outwit him. You can't exploit him because he starts with Invincible and Energy Shield. And he's a Mystic. Like, he, there's just no point to hitting him at all. He's, one, he's just basically one of those figures that you pulled great. And congratulations, no one's going to try to hit. They might try to body block where they can, like, if they put, like, a Monica Rambo in front of people, that way you might roll out with a senses or a shape change. But you're pretty much golden for the game if you pull one of those figures because no one's going to try to ever hit him. And in 84 games, he died twice. He did die twice, really? Yes. But I'm guessing that was, I'm pretty sure it was with a, another uh, Doctor Strange that KO'd him. Okay. Or at least did the majority of the damage. Yeah, but I mean, 84 games, and he only died twice? Like, that's crazy. Yeah, that is pretty good. Uh, but yeah, the Battle Rose were a blast. I had fun doing it. Uh, the Elg, or the... I think if you want to give Disney Plus a try, you could contact Brad or even Miles, and they could give you the game room for it, and then you could just kind of do a booster battle of, better, of uh, Disney Plus if you want to. But it was fun playing... Disney Plus because we're not really going to have a chance to do it anywhere else for a Battle Royal. But good news is that Disney Plus is coming out on June 1st, so everyone will be yes. able to get their stuff then. So we just have to wait a little more than a month, and Disney Plus will finally be here. All right, let's talk about 
all the other events that happened this weekend. So on Thursday, we had a booster draft, which was teams of three. So each team was going to receive six boosters to build three teams. And really, it was I th- it was kind of random what you got. You got two modern-day boosters and then a super old booster. So like I remember seeing Daniel Powell open. He had, I forget what his two boosters, but I think his... Old one was like Explosion or something like that. And the team that won that was Team Critical Clicks. I don't know what their teams were. I couldn't find their team build anywhere, but that was Scott Crampton, Lucas Van Hollen, and I don't know the other guy's name. I see his face right now, but I don't remember what his name was. So congratulations to them. So because they got first place, each person got a John Cena or an ROC map. They got two dice. They got six custom sleeve sleeves of for ROC and they got a trophy and actually Scott Crampton did a special trophy for Brock's Brock Howard's uh, late wife as the trophy as kind of a memorial to her so that was really cool for Scott Crampton to do so very kudos to Scott Crampton also congrats to Scott Crampton he is now officially in the HeroClix Hall of Fame so congratulations I know he was announced in it about two years ago but because of COVID and everything we really couldn't have a ceremony for him so Brock had that on Saturday, I believe. I also post that video on our Facebook page as well. So congratulations, Scott Crampton. Well-deserved for you. On Friday, there was another sealed battle. This was, um, I think you just got, I'm not sure what boosters, but it was an individual booster. And Michael Holloway actually won the entire thing with a full dial Iron Allfather. Scott Crampton also made it into the semifinals with that. We almost had a Scott Crampton-Scott Porter championship game for that one, but both of them fell short. Scott Crampton, I know, pulled Crusader, and I forget what else, but um, apparently Iron Allfather is just too hard to take down and sealed, which, you know, it's pretty much um, impossible to take him down unless you get something really good because he's got that 20 defense. He's got the prob, and then he can just take any power from an Asgardian from the sideline. So congratulations to Michael for that. And Michael for that, holy cow, he gets a Brick of Disney+, Plus, a War of the Realms factory set, Phoenix 1, 000, or Phoenix 1 million, Plastic Man, Batman and Jaro, Brainiac and Lex, a Master Mold, a Fulcrum Abdominus, a Spider-Gwen, a Kingdom Come Power Woman, a Spirit of the Game, Scott Porter Map, rock sleeves and rock dice so he made out very well too then on saturday we had a 3v3 silver age extreme highlander so this is where you could only bring in a certain amount of um so basically it was kind of like our choose wisely tournament where you could only have like if i had a black heart miles was on my team he could not have a black heart as well so you had to have different figures than your teammates. And I saw the teams on here somewhere. Let me see if I can find them super quick. But those went to Clicksoft, just put on a bunch of stuff on their Facebook page. So if uh, you need to look at for any like team build or anything like that, you can check them out. But Jack Smith, Chris Cantrell, and Randy Carter won that one. Let's see. Jackson Smith ran a Legacy Thanos, Captain Marvel Prime, Dark Phoenix, Groot. And then a Superman ID, Captain Marvel ID, and a Jean Grey ID with a bunch of um, sideline 
trouble alerts and things like that. Chris won with a Surtur, a Blackheart, Dr. Venom Strange, a Windigo, a Carnage, Bizarro Green Arrow, Commissioner, Moloid, Power Gem, Stones of Merlin, and a bunch of ID cards. And then their last teammate, uh, I'm sorry, Chris actually ran. So that team was actually uh, the other guy, not Jack Smith. What was his name? Randy. And then Chris ran Professor Moriarty, Molecule Man, Red Ghost, Wizard, The Flash, Teen Lantern, Dr. Alia Gregor, and a bunch of ID cards. And I love the fact that Bridget Ghost is on a winning build. That I is amazing. Too. That is great. I love him and Aaliyah Gregor is, yeah. I've thought about amazing. that team, too. And um, it's just hard because the monkeys aren't um, autonomous. autonomous. Yeah, that's the hardest thing with them. And they are nowhere near the level of the Wrecking Crew. No, they're not. And then for them, they each want a John Cena, an Ultimate Warrior, Rock Dice, Rock Sleeves, Rock Map, 100 WKO points, a Superman Prime, War of the Realms Brick, Scott Porter Map, Spirit of the Game, Trophies, Rock Sleeves, and they get to design a map. And then the big game of the week was on Sunday, which was 300 points Silver Age. And that went to Scott Crampton. So it is the summer of Scott this year. He is having quite the day, or the quite the year. So he won Thursday's event. He came in third on Friday. Not sure how he did on Saturday, but Saturday he got inducted into the Hall of Fame, and then he wins this event on Sunday. And his team, I don't have it in front of me, but it was Legacy Thanos. It was Captain Marvel Prime. It was Groot. And I'm trying to visualize the game in my head, but I can't remember what else he had. He had a bunch of ID cards and things like that. But he ended up going against Daniel Powell, who was playing another version of Thanos, which was Thanos, two Skyscraper Wonder Womans, a Groot, a Flora, and a Molecule Man, I believe, with ID cards. Uh, super close game. I was I watched the end of it. It was basically down to Thanos versus Thanos, but Scott Crampton got more points because of ID cards. Daniel Powell almost pulled it off because he called in a chase beast the mystical one and he outwitted his Thanos' defense but he only needed a 6 and he missed 3 times he missed with beast beast probs attack and then Thanos' prob attack needing only a 6 and if he would have got one of those off I think he would have got the game Uh, Scott Crampton for his win is he gets to pick either a legacy card to create or a bystander he gets the Fantastic Thor's figure set, a Spider-Man uh, Venom Absolute Carnage factory set, Phoenix 1 million, Gorilla Grodd, Batman and Jaro, Brainiac and Lex, Master Mold, Fulcrum Abdominus, Spider Hammer Eye, Kingdom Come Wonder Woman, Spirit of the Game Bystander, Scott Porter Map, a trophy, sleeves, dice, and also gets to design a map. So I think we're all hoping that Scott picks a legacy card and not a bystander because I think we all know that if he goes with a bystander Daniel Powell is going to be making a legacy card for no none other than Unimine, his favorite figure which I really hope doesn't come back into the game anytime soon but um, 
congratulations to everyone that participated that won. I'm sure it was a great event. It would have been great to go there. Ryan Redman was telling me, where was it? I think five out of the eight teams that made the, yep, five out of the eight teams that were in the Sunday event were Thanos teams. So Thanos is making his run per per usual. I don't know if they're going to give him a Rata. I don't know how closely WizKids keeps track of these kind of stuff, but he's just taking the game by storm. And to me, honestly, I'm probably going to get some hate for this, but he's just a boring figure to me. He, I don't think there's much strategy to him. He's a point-and-click figure. It's I get to do, you know, three things for free every turn. I just, I think he kind of takes away... The only strategy is what gems do you pick? Yeah. If you roll one. Because if you pick three, if you pick three gems, you already know what you're picking. Yeah. It's it's going to be mine, space, time, time. time. Yeah. And I think if you just roll a one for the gems, you're taking mind control and just mind controlling two people every turn. So I just yeah. I don't like that kind of play. I wish there was just more strategy to Thanos, but there isn't. Um, but people are going to abuse it, and they're going to play the crap out of him. I did make a comment on Facebook today that he he's Thanos is kind of like that bully in high school that grabbed your hands and made you beat yourself up with it and was like, stop hitting yourself, stop hitting yourself. So I'm dubbing him the stop hitting yourself Thanos. Because that's all I like it. Yeah. So yes, he does it. He he does attack, but his main thing is he mind controls you to hit each other, and then you put the all chemical fire token on him, and then you're just taking damages afterwards. So Thanos has only been around for what a month or so, and I'm already sick of him. So hopefully someone out there will figure out a way to beat him. Hopefully there's something in Disney Plus that can create some shenanigans for him, like that Prime Vision, or maybe an Exosaurus to bring him down a peg or two, but. But right now, Thanos is the king of hero clicks. Right now, uh, any other takeaways, Miles, that you took from this weekend? So there's a few figures that um, actually performed way better than I was expecting. Now I don't know if that's just for sealed, but the Pietro was nasty, um, and I think at 45 points, I can see him go into mystical builds with being able to throw action tokens on everybody. With the precision strike and the outwit. I mean, I know he only has a 10 attack, but you can just perplex that up. He, he surprised me every time I saw him play. That was just... And then Party Thor. Party Thor was just... Yeah. I think Party Thor exactly. would be good and competitive just because he's got that 12 attack yeah. and he gives action tokens out to everybody. So I think he's going to see some play. The Pietro one, though, was, I, was played really well. Every time I saw someone pull him, which was quite a lot. But yeah, he worked out a lot better. And I could totally see him get into some mystical builds. One thing I forgot to mention was my very last game on Saturday, I was playing against three three other people, obviously. We had all pulled crap. Like, we're bad. So we pulled two Heist Nebulas for our rares. We pulled... Zombie Cap, who's okay, and I can't remember the last rare. I want to say it was a Sharon Carter. And then we pulled a Watcher. Like, we had nothing. Everyone had, like, two or three damage and no move and attack. So we start the game up, and all of a sudden, it's one... I think his name was Chris. We're, or It's Chris's turn. He's making a move, and then all of a sudden, he just stops talking, 
he his figure stopped moving and we're just like Chris you're there Chris your turn still like nothing was going on and then he had texted someone that he was playing against in the game and was like dude I just lost power <laughs> so he lost power we call up Brad and Miles we're like hey here's the situation we had just done the first turn Chris lost power what do we do and then the solution was we wait five minutes. If he doesn't return, we would get somebody else new in the game, and we would redraft, which we were all happy for because the game was just not going to be fun with what we drafted with. So five minutes go by. We get a new player, which was Emily. We start up, and then probably two minutes after we made the decision to move on, his power came back on. But uh, it had already been too late. We all already started a new game, but... Uh, it was almost like an omen saying that we needed to pull new figures, and um, we did. <laughs> so it was yeah, he didn't seem too mad about. He was complaining about your guys' polls. Yeah, I mean, it was kind of. I mean, I'm sure he was happy too because his team was not good either. So I'm sure I don't know how he did in his game, but I'm sure he pulled much better in the game like, in the game that he played again. And he was a good sport about. I mean, there's nothing you can do about losing your power. Yeah. But no, it was a blast. Um, I'm hoping next year that it's probably, I'm guessing is the location for this is going to be in Alabama at Lucky Dice just because that's where Howard is. Howard did a ton of work this weekend. I'm sure he's exhausted. I actually messaged him on Facebook to see if he wanted to come on tonight's show to talk about the weekend. Uh, but I knew he was going to be exhausted. I don't think he saw my message, and I, I told him, I, was like, I completely understand if you can't make it because I'm sure you were just tired AF after this weekend because I am not. I think he was up till probably midnight every single day and at the store at 10 o'clock in the morning. So, uh, Howard, big kudos to you for putting on this event. This event. It's great to see live action. Heroclix back in, and like I said, it was great to see the community put everything together, raise a ton of money for it, and for us to get back into live action play. And I want to shout out for Scott Porter, not just from running that event, but he stayed until 3 o'clock in the morning signing stuff. Yep, that's true. So he Scott Porter yeah, said yeah. that anyone that wanted something signed by him, all you'd have to do is email him at his email address. And like I had him sign my Spirit of the Game bystanders. And yeah, that's what he did. He stayed up till three o'clock in the morning signing stuff. Howard is going to be shipping everything. I don't know if he shipped it all off today, but anything that was in the auction or anything that people want, Scott Porter said he was willing to sign. One of these days, hopefully, we will get Scott Porter on this podcast. I don't know if it will ever happen though, but I will keep reaching out to him until it happens. Just not to the point where I'm going to be an annoying fanboy, but. It's great to see Scott. I'll just use my wife as an excuse because she's a huge Lucifer fan and he was in the last season of Lucifer. There you go. And once she found out, oh, yeah, she freaked out. There you go. Um, But, yeah, Yeah. just kudos to anybody else I haven't mentioned. But it was a great weekend. I wish I could have partaked more in it. But I look forward to next year's as well. Uh, So that is pretty much it for the news. I wish I had more for you. I, I did as much research as I could on every page but really the only person that posted a lot of stuff like team bills and stuff like that was daniel powell so thank you daniel from clicks off for doing all that kept us all in the loop there uh so yeah let's get into our last segment which is our clicks and get crew question of the day 
Oh, before that, though, oh, they hey, did. Um, hang on, go ahead. Let, bunch let's, of... let's reset back there. Miles, what do you got for us? Okay. Uh, they released a bunch of what's going to be released for the Disney, the DC set, which is Batman Team Up, I think it is. That's right. They showed a Peacemaker, and uh, it looks like what the Scooby Doo is going to be the OP kit, and Shaggy's going to be, or the release day, and Shaggy's the OP kit. Yep. So I don't know how I feel about the next set, to be honest. The next DC set, Peacemaker. That's I'm okay with it because that's Peacemaker. Yeah, I just I don't know. The, the Scooby Doo is a weird addition. So it is, but they've been pushing it with the animated movies. There's been a lot of Batman Scooby Doo. Maybe we can finally get new Ninja Turtles. Yeah, um, since they're gonna team up. Yeah, yeah, we'll have to see what's going on. But yeah, I'm not sure how I feel about it right now. It's gonna be weird having the Scooby Doo gang on a Hero Clicks map. Be honest. Yes, it is. <laughs> it almost it almost like yeah. brings it down to a child level and not like a serious miniature game level. Well, especially because they also have Teen Titans Go, so you're going to have yeah. those exaggerated uh, manga figures as well. Yeah, so it's going to be very interesting. But yeah, we. I also yeah. I believe put that on our Facebook page as well. They also did release the entire um, uh, what's it the X Men. The, the new collector set coming out with the X-Men and the Fire Gala. Oh, what was that? Yeah. Um, I thought I posted it on here, but I didn't, so I apologize. But it's only like, there's only eight figures in the collector set, which I thought there were going to be more, to be honest. Yeah, I'll take eight. That makes it a little bit easier to get them all. Um, I thought I had it on here. Is this it? Yeah, so it's going to be eight premium quality pre-printed miniatures, eight limited edition character cards, one powers and ability card, and a magnetic limited edition display box. And it looks like the figures you're going to get are going to be a Cyclops, a Jean Grey, a Polaris, a Rogue, a... What's his name? Fire? Sunfire. Sunfire, thank you. Um... This is Sync, X23, X23, and an Emma Frost. So, don't know anything about this storyline. It is going to be $80, though. Yeah, it's going to be expensive. So, I'm hoping those figures are going to do something very special. But let's get into our Clicksing It Crew question of the day. There's no such thing as stupid questions, except for Billy's questions. So the question was pretty simple, and it was, if you could make a map for Heroclix, what would you make? Uh, I'm going to share a few of these. We did get a ton of responses on our Facebook page and on the Heroclix collectors page, but I'm just going to read the ones off our Clixing It page. So Ryan Redman said that he would make Halo 1 multiplayer maps, Damnation, Chill Out, and Hang em High. Austin Murray said the Brainiac Skull Ship. Justin Hafford said the gunfight at the OK Corral. Many, many kinks at Fenway in Boston where you can create bystanders and the bystanders can attack your opponents. Go Sox, baby. Brandon Lambert said the Hidden Village of Shang-Chi which, with the lake and the mountaintop. That would be a cool one. Justin uh, Filger said Monster Island. Fred, uh, if I butcher your last name, I really apologize. Fred Becker 
said multi-part multi-level map of x crate echo park near cancun with underwater caves and beaches he also said the board ship kingdom come gulag las vegas strip the chinese theater in hollywood hollywood bowl santa monica pier orcas facility near the sun um and Kaleo Not Berry Farm. Not sure what that is. Richard Ortwine said Maestro's Throne Room. Peter Marshall said I would definitely make a Final Fantasy themed map. Absolutely. And David Stockman said Bandura's Palace from Rita's Palace on the Moon and Super Sentai Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Uh, so yeah, there are still tons of things for them to map or make into maps. Miles, what is a map that you would like to see made? So, my favorite Green Lantern of all time is Mogo. I want to see a map of Mogo. And you are able to... Who's Mogo? Mogo is the planet. Oh, the planet. Gotcha, yep. Yes. And so you're able to make it, I don't know, make it like plus 50 map bonus to where you can essentially create like or attack opponents with range based off of like he has six range or whatever from hindering on the map, where you actually the map is one of your characters. Okay. Because he's obviously way too big because he's a literal planet to be a figure. So best way, just make him a map. Yeah, I agree. I've always wanted I would him love to be a figure, too. Um, I always yeah. wanted him to make like a big basketball as him, or like an ego or something yeah. like that. Yeah, and if you lose map, you, it, you get a uh, pog, which is essentially just like a green construct that represents him. Yep. You know, it's decent at 50 points. But I I think it'd be great yeah. to be able to actually have a map that is, you know, what part of your team. Mm-hmm. For me, I would. Pro- I don't know if we have a Fortress of Solitude map. I feel that we don't. But I also think, like, how do we not have a Fortress of Solitude map yet? So if we don't, maybe I'm wrong out there that we do somewhere and I just am forgetting about it, but... I would like to see that. I don't. Right, one like one doesn't come to mind, and I feel like as a big Superman fan, I would know that there was one. Uh there is one. There is in one? the Superman set. Okay. Yeah, I just must have forgot about it. I don't like it. Though. I don't. It doesn't look like a Fortress of Solitude to me from HC Maps. Yeah, just a and bunch of elements. I also want them to make a Kent farm, so like the Kent farmland. Mm-hmm. I know we have the Powell farm map. Mm-hmm. But we don't have a Kent farm, which I would like to see eventually. That um, nice, yeah. I mean, mine are pretty boring. Obviously, Superman, but that's that's my boy. So they have the Superman set has the farm that might. They do have the farm too. How, how do I not have these? Yeah. Okay, I'll think of something else then. But I think like the the Las Vegas Strip that would be a cool one. I like that one. The Santa Monica Pier I thought would be a cool one too because we do need more maps that have uh, water in them. I 100 agree on that. So, but yeah, that is going to be kind of it for the podcast. Next week, I want you guys to buckle down because we are going to have one heck of a podcast because the one, the only, the newly inducted Halloween. Wow, the new. I almost, I almost nailed that segment. The newly inducted Hall of Famer Scott Crampton is going to be joining us on the podcast next week. He actually reached out to me last week because I had mentioned him on our podcast uh, about, you know, how 
these uh, the big names in Heroclix are able to go to all these events, and they must have really understanding significant others. So uh, we worked it out. He's actually going to come on the show next Sunday. I'm sorry, next Monday, and we're going to talk about the summer of Scott, basically. So if you have any questions for Scott, let us know on Facebook, and we will ask him questions. Be prepared for a lot of swearing. You know, I thought about it a lot today, and I'm like, it's not going to be a podcast without Scott Crampton if we don't allow swearing. So that's what he does on his podcast. We're going to do it on our podcast. Um, let's see how many times we can say his favorite word. Uh, we're probably not going to talk about penises as much as him, but um, we'll 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 keep it rated R for that one. We'll put the the soft R into Hero Clicks rather than the hard R. But it'll be a good time with him and uh, with Scott and him and Kane and Dan will be back uh, next week Monday. Miles, did you have something? No. Okay. Nope. Was PJ one of the judges uh, this past weekend? Uh, no, it was me and Brad. No, and no then, uh, I meant for the, I guess... li- for the live version. Oh, so, oh, I'm not too sure. I was busy. Okay. Yeah, I, was, I wasn't able to keep track of anything that was going on in person. I think he was because I think in some of the live feeds I heard PJ's voice in the background. Uh, I, th- I don't think he competed in anything. Uh, I was wondering why I didn't see his name in any of like the top eights or anything like that, but I think that's because he was... Oh, yeah, he had to be there. Because if PJ's yeah, there, he, more than likely he's making one of the top eights if there were four different events. Oh, for sure, yeah. Yeah. He had to be But yeah, that is going to be our podcast. Uh, I hope I gave you guys enough information about the weekend. Like I said, I would have loved to have gone and got more stuff about it, but with two weddings and Mother's Day, it was just a super hard weekend for me to keep track of everything, but I did my best for you guys, and I hopefully I gave you guys enough information about what happened. Hopefully everyone out there can make it to next year's, and we can meet up at Gen Con, or we can meet up at the Clicks Cup whenever that next one is going to be coming up. I don't know if he's going to have it this year or not, maybe next year, but um, I know I will be going to that next Clicks Cup for sure. So, yeah, that is going to be the podcast. Again, if you want to become a patron. Oh, while we have Miles here, Miles is going to be doing something very special for Patreon when Disney yes. Plus comes out. So Disney Plus comes out June 1st, and Miles, upon himself, has decided that he is going to be – it's a case, right? Yes, it's a full yeah. case. So Miles is going to purchase a case of Disney Plus, and for all of our super rare tier patrons, which is the $10 or more patron, we're going to be doing a case break – for you guys. So how that's going to work is just like class Kevin hobby. If you don't know how that works is that you buy entry to a case break and then he pulls a random booster. He opens it and then you get the context up in it. So for all of our $10 patrons, now this is going to exclude you from the regular giveaway. You'll still be a part of that one. This is just an extra one on top of this, just for the super rare and up patrons. You're not going to get anything extra if you're higher than 10 a $10 one, you're just going to be added into it if you're super rare, chase, ultra chase, and therefore. But how it's going to work is let's say we have eight super rare tier patrons. We'll pull until we get eight boosters. Once your name is pulled from the name, your name gets taken out 
until everybody has won, and then you get put back in. So let's say let's say Austin Murray is a ten dollar patron. Um, he gets the third booster in the giveaway. His name gets pulled out. The other people start winning. Once everyone has won, all your names will get back into the giveaway. So let's say we have eight people. All the eight people will win. They'll get thrown back into it. We'll do another eight. That's 16. That leaves four boosters left. And then someone will win, or four more people will win a booster. I hope that's making sense. So Austin is doing that graciously for our channel. We'll live do oh, we'll do it live on Facebook when the set comes out. We'll probably do it in the middle of June sometime. We won't yeah, because my, my birthday is June thirteenth. If that's a weekend or whatever, that'd be a perfect day. I'll do it on my birthday. That's a Monday. So maybe instead of a podcast no. that week we can do the live yeah. feed. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So let's plan on that. That'd so June thirteenth we will be doing a Facebook live Disney case. Or oh, get them in the mail. Of yeah, if you get it before that. Yeah, absolutely. So plan on June 13th, Disney case break for all of our super rare patrons or more. Just for you guys, we want to we wanted to say appreciate you guys for supporting the show. We appreciate everybody that supports the show. But uh, with the Disney Plus, in, Disney Plus increase, um, I want to make sure that we give all of our super rare tier people. That's exactly what I more. was thinking was with the price increase. I was able to get a really good discount on it. So it's at $10 a pack each. I think I'm only losing like $15. Yeah. So, I mean, we would have just for us to break or miles to break even, we'd have to get what 24 super rare patrons just to make it to break even. So, we don't expect that to happen. No. I think we're at 13 right now. My cuz I obviously I'm at I'm um above that, so I take my name off and there's I believe 13 right now of $10 and up. Yeah. So, actually, let me pull it up real quick. But, yeah, like I said, we don't expect us or you guys to everyone upgrade to super rare tier, but we do want to give something to our higher-end um, patrons. So let me look real quick. Like I said, if we get 24, awesome. Miles is getting nothing out of this except for making people happy, hopefully. And who knows? You might yeah. be that one person that pulls that god back. Uh, we got 1, yeah. 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 take miles out of there so that leaves 11 so right now those 11 people are as long as they stay that for june they're going to be in for the case break so very exciting a lot a lot of cool stuff is going to be in our patrons for june because i won three of the spirit of the game bystanders one of those is going to be going into the the natural giveaway as well and actually miles you made out pretty good judging this weekend as well I did, yeah. I wasn't expecting it, and uh, yeah, I was literally just going to do it for volunteer, and yeah, I, I, it's it's great that they were able to that Brad was able to help me get some of the prizing because from what it looks like, it's uh it says Scott Porter maps. Not quite sure the D and D four points map, a uh, wedding maps, Spirit of the Game, Ghost Rider ten thousand BC, and Superman Prime. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, the Superman Prime is worth it yeah. right there. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm a huge Superman fan myself. So that is the criteria. Yeah, I wasn't expecting that. Oh, I, I was just. I just didn't. I felt bad that he would have had to do it by himself. So I'm like, all right. Yeah. I have to help him. Yeah, that is the criteria for joining the Clicksing It team. Is you have to like Superman if you don't get the hell out. 
Um, and then also other big news. I shouldn't say big news. I, I feel like I'm upping that we're really important or something like that. But our buddy, our teammate Ryan, or I'm sorry, Mike Reardon is going to be making us new team jerseys for us to wear, and they're going to be better than Phoenix Nests. That's that's our goal. Uh, <laughs> yes, we uh, we're going to design them. They're going to be cool. You'll be able to see us. Uh, except I I think Ryan Rebin wants me to make him a a uh, a cutoff one instead. So what I'll probably do is just give him the shirt and he can alter it the way he wants with those muscles of his. But yeah, <laughs> I digress. But that is going to be our podcast. Uh, thanks everybody for listening. Like I said, if you want to become a patron, head on over to patreon.com backslash clicking it to join. If you're a super rare or higher in June, not only will you be in the regular patron, but you'll be in the case break as well. And then check out glass cabinet hobby, um, dot com. And use code CLIXINGIT, C-L-I-X-I-N-I-T, to get 5% off your order. And he should be doing some case breaks uh, when the set drops as well on June 1st. So thanks again, guys. Make sure you guys are staying safe out there. And as always, keep clicking it.